This is uh, Talk Comics to me. This is uh, the second, third week with no comments? Second week with no comics? Second week with no comics. (laughs) And we're dealing. It's chill. We're handling life one day at a time. Yeah, we read a bunch of other comics, so that counts, right? Yeah. For for something, if nothing else. Uh, So... Other than that, I guess I don't, <clears throat> I don't really have anything. Do you? No. So, hi, I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather. And uh, let's do this thing. Okay, I will kick you, it off. Yeah, you go first. Okay. So, I have... Oh, Jesus. Um, this is Come Into Me. <laughs> this is a weird, almost David Cronenberg-style horror comic that came out two years ago, technically. The trade for it just came out, like... It was just a few months ago. I feel yeah. like I just got, I didn't get it not that long ago. Um, or was it like a year ago? No, it wasn't because I remember when I it was at either the end of last year or the beginning of this year because okay. I remember when I got it I was like I forgot I had ordered this because it had been a year and a half since I had ordered it. Okay. Um but yeah, so this is a, a really weird story about a guy who has like a weird uh, god complex. He creates this technology that allows two people to live in the same mind, essentially. Um, he it's it's still in the the baby steps or the 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 baby beginning the beginning <laughs> stages i was like why can't i think of what's called it's like babies it's in, a, it's in the beginning stages of development and stuff so there's still a lot of work that needs to be done on it but there's this woman who comes in and is like i want you to test this on me um i will give you money to do it pretty much and he's like well you can't just like do it you have to have someone else to do it with you that's the whole point of it so he ends up doing it with her um she dies and he is stuck with her in his head Weird. Uh, it is. It's very, very weird. But I there's like an underlying theme that's pretty much like um, our reliance on technology and like how much sharing is too much. It's I really enjoyed it. I thought Sounds it was really good. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Again, it's like it's got weird like body horror in it, which Love it. yeah. Um, so I, I definitely enjoyed this. I'm glad that I forgot that I ordered it because it was a nice little surprise. <laughs> but I did really enjoy it. Um this was another one that, like, me and Wit had talked about, and I'm going to have to let him borrow it because he really wanted to because it's disgusting. Yeah. Cool. But, but like, yeah, really, really oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, come into me. Uh, Lonnie Nadler is the one who wrote it, so if you like any of his books, you'll for sure like that. I'm going to try not to spill this wine since I have it right in the way. <laughs> uh, and so I have first to talk about Oh, I guess I should. I'll talk about Black Sad first. <laughs> Whoopsies. Oh yeah, since you talked uh, about since last I week. talked about this last week, uh, I had started this last week and I finished it a couple days ago. So this is my hard-boiled egg detective story. <laughs> you love eggs. I love eggs, especially hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. Oh my god, I don't. But have so it does have like this very. It's very much based in, like, the 1950s and what it's, like, saying and, like, the themes that are throughout the book. They talk about uh, racism through the lens of black animals and, like, pure white animals. And they talk about, um, wow, just racism is, like, ca- caught up in my head. Uh, lastly, in the last issue, they talk about uh, the Red Scare and communism and, like, building bombs and all of that sort of thing. So 
it does have that relevance within like actual history, even though it's kind of just a detective story with animals in it. Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah, I liked it a lot. The art was amazing. The stories were really, really interesting. I think especially if you like detective stories, it's it's just super perfect, and it it does have just like. I don't know, it's just, like, the mixture of the art and the story really, like, draws you in, and, like, you really do, like, they seem like real people, even if they're not. Okay. So, yeah, no, I I loved it. I would suggest it to anyone, honestly. I would like more, so. Is that just? I'm not sure, so I haven't. have to look into it. I would have to look into it. Okay. I I feel like that can't be it, to be honest. There's got to be, like, a second part. Yeah, or, like, at least another, like, like set of stories maybe they actually did come out with a uh video game for this uh this year last then to last year um and it looks really cool personally but it looks a lot like the comic and then it's a lot of just like the same sort of idea of like being a detective and like trying to figure out all the clues and whatever cool so maybe i'll look into that video game too I'm just gonna fix that. It's closing a little bit. Sorry. I think it's done. I can't tell if that's the music in the background. We are listening to a lava lamp. <laughs> that sounds fine. I am also very hard of hearing, so. There, that, I think that sounds better. So, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so I have Angel. This is the first trait. It's called um, Being Human. And this is actually a lot about technology, too, unfortunately, <laughs> now that I like think about it. Um, there's a demon who's using social media and stuff to, like, I don't know, brainwash, like, young girls and stuff into doing, like, crazy things. So Angel kind of has to go and, like, figure out who the fuck this dude is, who he thinks he's, like, what what he's doing. Um, and then it also goes into kind of his history, but it's not, you know, like how Buffy isn't how it is in the show it's also yeah like that like this in the comic yes um so his history is a bit different um i got this trade because i had read the first issue um just one night when i was closing and i was kind of curious because we didn't have like issue three or something like that so i was like i kind of want to know what it's all about i enjoyed it yeah i I really did like the first issue of that book Mm -hmm. and i had thought about like i had thought about reading the issues but then i was like no i just still angel but right and i think since they've been doing it differently like they did with buffy i actually like this angel and i think it's because they aren't doing it the same way that they did in the show um or maybe it's just the person who's writing him yeah i'm not sure um i'll let you borrow it though because it's actually i would love that yeah i i enjoyed it quite a bit um but after this trade it leads into the hellmouth series all right um which i am going to get the second trade because i kind of want to know how his issues tie in with With Hellmouth as well yes um, but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, he wasn't a little crybaby. Um, he actually like took care of business and like <laughs> did things that vampires are supposed to do without whining about it. So I don't know. It was a, uh, it was very, very enjoyable to me. I enjoyed the art for it, especially like, cause there were a lot of really cool horror sequences that I thought turned out really well. Um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by how much I actually enjoyed this. All right. So. Did you like all of your books this week? Um, yeah, actually, I did. 
Except for, well, I mean, I like this one, but it's confusing, so yeah. okay. we'll talk about it next. <laughs> I just, like, I also really, really enjoyed all of the books I read this week, so. Yeah, I um, I did a pretty good job, I think, of picking the ones that I did read because I tried to lay off of, like, the Marvel DC ones that mm-hmm. I have because I did all Marvel last week. I did X-Men last week, pretty much, so yeah. I tried to go more into the independent ones, but ones that I didn't necessarily have the second trades for, if they had second trades, because I kind of wanted to be brought into it rather than like you know being able to read it all at once yeah i wanted to i wanted that the anticipation of like waiting for it if i did happen to like it all right that's cool i like that uh so next i have we can never go home this is a book i don't know who i'm holding this to (laughs) me let me see okay uh this is a there's several people who did stuff in this book so i I could name all of them, but so I'll do it like that's just all of their last names on the front page. Boss, Campbell, Hood, Kindlon, Rosenberg, Scrooge, Todd, and Walsh. So let me see. All, not all of those people worked on the book directly, but did covers or oh, wrote yeah, it yeah. or did art or did colors and letters. And it's just cool to like have them all on the book. Um, anywho, <laughs> this, uh, I really, really love this book. Uh, one of my friends, my friend Derek, Derek. Let, let me borrow a couple. <laughs> I have all of my jury oh, duty God, I was and like, like f- election stuff in the front of that. Uh, my friend Derek let me borrow this and four kids walk into a bank. But I read this first and I, I fell in love with it. I really love the writing and the characters are really relatable. But the idea is that... Uh, these two young kids who go to the same school end up kind of just meeting by chance and one of them has a gun and the other one has like superpowers basically and they kind of just like do crime and they're bad and like they don't really think about the like consequences of their actions and I think this book does a really good job of just flowing through it and watching those consequent like watching their actions have consequences and a lot of the time like the relationship between the two main characters is like they're teenagers so it's like that early like blossoming love sort of thing oh the little infatuation yeah and so it's interesting to see that and how that plays out throughout this book as well but i really really liked it i I know I've said this before, but I really do just love Matthew Rosenberg's writing. Yeah, I know. Like, everything that I've read by him, I've really enjoyed. Uh, he's uh, now in this house. We love Matthew we Rosenberg. We love Matthew Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly, after these two books, and even, you know, that first issue of Hockey Freefall that I read, that I did really enjoy that. It just, you know, wasn't necessarily for me. Right. Um. Yeah, I'll probably pick up, like, anything that he writes, or at least, like, the first issue to check out, because... You know what you would really enjoy? <laughs> Issues number <laughs> 11 through 22 of Uncanny X-Men, the newest version. <laughs> I think it's volume five. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, yeah. Like, this, I don't know. It's just, like, it's hard to describe, like, what I really, really enjoyed about it. But I do think it was, like, the relationship, the, like, between the two characters, the just like story itself and just like how real the characters seem to be you know see i think that's one thing he's really good at is taking characters and making them like relatable to an an extent where they feel like real people and not just like written people 
Yeah, no, exactly. And even with, like, the one main character who has, like, superpowers, you know, like, because that could just seem, like, absurd. And there are more people who do have superpowers in here, which, you know, does, could seem, like, absurd in the real world. But at the same time, I had no, like, problem, like, being like, oh, yeah, that's real. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, I like that he can do that. So, that's and all. I also, I wanted to comment the one thing that I really do like about that and how they wrote and put the names on stuff is, like, they put the artists first mm-hmm. and then the writers, like, last. I don't know why. I just thought that was really cool because normally, like, the writers always get yeah, the, the first credits. And I just thought it was cool. That's all. It's okay. Me? Yeah, it's you. Okay. So, I have um, Age of X-Men. This is the Amazing Nightcrawler. Um, This one was (laughs) uh, weird. (laughs) Um, It's, I think it's like an alternate timeline for, like, its own, like, standalone story, but pretty much Nightcrawler is an actor. Mm He's the the biggest celebrity in the world. I'm not even, he's the biggest celebrity in the world. Um, He has a weird relationship with one of the women that he works with, AKA they're in love, but that's not what's supposed to happen. I don't want to like give anything away because it's like, I'm still trying to figure out like, <laughs> what exactly what, happens. Yeah. But I know that the, uh, the, the three sisters who work in tandem, um, they have like the same brain. Oh, the, I know. Which one. I yeah. Wh- I'm horrible. The cuckoos. That. Is that what they are, the cuckoos? That sounds right, but I yeah. don't know. Um, they are... Can't quote me on that. They're, don't quote <laughs> me either, because I'm horrible with names. But if it's those, if that's the right name for them, they are all working together to create some sort of... I don't want to say universe, but like they're trying to set up something for him, and it has to be done a certain way based off of how they want it to be done. But it's not being done that way because things keep changing. And that's what he's trying to figure out. Okay. And that's what he's trying to fix. Because he's a fucking celebrity. It's strange. Um, he has a daughter in this, too. She's fucking cute as hell. She looks just like him. Alright, that's good. I like that. There oh, she is. yeah, that's cute. Just like him. <laughs> there you go. Uh, weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's really funny. There's, like, a scene where he bamps her out of the, the danger and stuff and drops her on a roof and she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, no hold on, I'll be right back, and then just disappears, and she's like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but I still love Nightcrawler, so I, I enjoyed this. But apparently it says, like, after this, to find out, God, what was it? To find out the end of his story or whatever. There it is. Find out Kurt's fate in Age of X-Men Omega. So I have to read one more issue to figure out what happens. What happens. That's probably why I'm still just like, what? What's going on? He didn't get, didn't get quite the end. Yeah. Um, so I guess for its own little, like, side story without too much thinking or, like, too much content, it was fine. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't understand the point. Like, I don't know why it had to be made. I don't know. It Mon- is what it is. Money. Money, yes, yes. Money. And because anyone will buy something with Kurt Wagner in it. I was, on a side <laughs> that's, note. That's you. I know. That's me. I am anybody. Um, <laughs> um, but I was reading one of my other X-Men trades, and I had completely forgot that there was, like, um, the Dark Realm version of Kurt, and his name in it is Kurt Wagner. 
I thought it was a spelling mistake at first because I was reading it and like I completely forgot that the one that I was reading was just and it was a completely different dimension. Yeah. So I'm like reading it and I'm like Kurt Wagner, who the fuck is that? <laughs> it was pretty funny, but that's why they need to stay in one realm. I get too confused. Yeah. No, it's understandable. Okay. So then now I have four kids walk into a bank. This is a book that my friend Derek let me borrow like two, Derek. Two, year, two years ago and I never read and I had to give it back to him and then I was like, hey dude, there's no new comics. Can I read that? I promise I'll read it this time. And so I, I've read it two years later. I am an idiot. <laughs> I can't believe I let this like just sit on my shelf for two years without one, reading it and two, giving it back. <laughs> So me with like all my comics. Uh just like a fool. Just a fool I am. I absolutely love this book. It actually kind of made me like tear up in the end. Cause I, I really did fall in love with every single one of these characters. The idea or the story is that four kids are friends. They're all kind of outcasts within their like school life. Uh, the main character is a girl with a single father who used to have, like, a criminal background. The criminals come back and basically plan a bank heist. And so the girl and her friends, to stop the bank robbers and stop her dad from robbing the bank, decided to rob the bank before the robbers. Cute. And so that's what all this book is about. It. It's a lot more than that, and it, it does just kind of, like, delve deep into, like, especially the relationship between, like, the girl and her father and how much she kind of just wants to make sure he doesn't do a bad thing. And, yeah, I wasn't expecting to, like, get weepy at the end, but I finished it and, like, closed it and, like, just, I don't know, something about it just, like, hit, like, right, just right, I guess, where I was like, huh. Sorry, I thought you were tearing up again. No, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, but no, I'm not. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but I think this I think this book is great. I really love um, the kind of, the intros, I guess, like each issue, because there's like these really cool, like, background, dynamic backgrounds with like the chapter and like a little bit of like, word, like, a sentence about something and then like the issue starts out with that starts uh like goodfellas <laughs> so uh as long as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster that's what that reminded me of. uh so every issue starts with that like a little sentence and then the issue kind of opens with them as fake characters so kind of like the first issue opens with them like playing D&D and being their D&D characters another issue opens with them like being uh figurines like toys so it's just I don't know it's really really enjoyable I'm gonna have to bother Derek about that yeah. like let me borrow that and I'll let you see my dog <laughs> <laughs> and you know you could tell him you <clears throat> give it back in like less than two years well we'll see <laughs> and then I mean if nothing else you you could like do it you can talk about it that's true let's get weepy let's get weepy let's do it <laughs> okay go ahead okay so this is my last one uh this is one that i've had sitting for about a, a year now 
Um, completely forgot about it because I set it in a different place that I normally set my trades. So I only found it because I was cleaning off my desk. That was it. Uh, this is seven to eternity. <laughs> this is the, uh, the first trade. It's called the God of Whispers. Um, this is a Rick Remender joint. Um, and I really enjoyed this. How, how do you like, um, our main character? Okay. I need to get into this for just a minute because every single person that I've talked to about it has been like, oh, you're going to hate him. I do not hate him. I really like him, but I get why people hate him. I'm only the first story arc in, though, so it could change, but... I don't think so. I think the reasons you probably like him are, like, understandable. Like, I still like him, but he is not a good person. No, no, not at all. And I think that's, like, that's why I don't like him, is because he's, like... He's not even morally ambiguous, what he's doing. He's selfish. He's just, like, outright selfish. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. There's something about him that I, I really enjoy because he is selfish, but he's honest. Yeah, like, no, he's, he is, I'm, that is true. Yeah, he, he never once tries to, like, veil why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, it's but, like, and he is also not 100% honest. No, um, not to the people around him, but he, you know, talks, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, um, but basically the story is this fucking guy... Adam. I remember his name because yeah. I was like, what a boring name. <laughs> it's real biblical, though. Yeah, Adam and his brother's name is Peter. And like, I see, I can remember some names. His daughter's <laughs> name is Katie. His wife's name was pretty cool, which I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, good. But pretty much he is dying. Um, he is from a disgraced family. He uh, is going on this, like, not quest necessarily. He's going to the king. Uh, Mud King? The Mud King. I forget what his actual name is. Like, Zal or... Yeah, something like Zal that. Zal or Zal or... Does it say? Land of Zal. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's trying to clear his family's name so that his wife and kids and stuff can live and survive, but he knows that he's going to die, so he just leaves them behind and is like, I'm going to do this for you because it's the most noble thing he can do. <laughs> He ends up getting uh, stuck in some weird uh, treason with a group of people who are trying to take the the Mud King to... I wish I could remember names better, Um, but I was honestly focused really on the art. Yeah, no. Because the art... Like, I kept getting distracted by the story itself because I was like, damn, this art is great. But they're pretty much trying to take him away from his kingdom because then he has no control over his people. And then... People can do what they need to do without the threat of this guy and his son, who is fucking creepy. Yeah, his... The, <laughs> the whistler. whistler. Yeah. Goddamn. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just super sci-fi. Like, what did you, what did you refer said to it It's as? a Western sci-fi. Yeah, and that's, like, perfect. Um, but I don't know. I really, really enjoyed this. I wish I had more. Um, Randy, I'm sorry that I put off reading this for so long. Because <laughs> I actually did... I don't know, I liked it. Rick Remender's pretty cool. Yeah, no, he does good work sometimes. Yeah, and I don't know, the art, again, is just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, no, I uh, bought that oversized for Chris, that, Mm -hmm. like, just the artist proof one, and it's just, like, really amazing to look at. Yeah, no, this book is beyond beautiful to just, like, look at alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if nothing else, I would just finish it for the art. I'm not gonna lie. He's a redhead. 
You know how I feel about awful personalities <laughs> with red hair. I love them. Uh, okay, so then now I have another book that I actually, I personally collected in single issues for two years. Yeah, because there was like 20. There's 14 issues. 14? Okay. But I think it was like roughly two years, a year and a half. Um, Because it was still going when I started. Yeah, it was still going when you started. So then this has basically been sitting in my box for like three, Mm -hmm. three three-ish years. So I finally pulled out all the issues and read every single one. Uh, It's Royal City. This is a Jeff Lemire book. This is another one that got me a little weepy. I'm also like probably gonna s- start my 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 uterus is doing stuff. Yep, Sorry, that's why I've been crying over everything. <laughs> but uh, this this is kind of a ghost story, and what it's about is this family who lost um, a member of their family, a brother, or a son. Uh, when he was really young in 1993, uh, he passed away and so this is kind of about how everybody interprets his ghost and also just basically about how everybody has gone on with life since then and how life hasn't necessarily gone their way or has gone their way or you know everything in between like all of those little things about life living in a town for a long time just being with your family trying to escape all of those things at the same time. Um, it's it's really, really good. I really loved it. The art was really, really good. It's a lot of watercolor. Good, good, good Jeff Lemire business. He does the art in that too, right? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a very much like 90s-ish though, and it's like tone of things that are going on because – one specific arc is dealing with uh, the week in 1993 that, like, Tommy does pass away. So it is, I don't know, it was really good. If Especially, I think, if you like family dynamics and you like weird ghost story type things. So I think I might have to check that out, like, once I get caught up on the things that I have on my list. Because yeah. I yeah. have... I have goals for myself right now, and I've never had goals for myself in my life, so you can tell I'm serious about what we're doing. Uh, okay, and then that's it. That's it, that's it. Um, except for we're going to announce the winner of these. All of these beautiful All books. of these books. Oh, God. That Heather also read. I read all of these. And the win- do you want to do a drum roll? <laughs> so for we got... One, two, three, three issues of Morning in America, four of Maneaters, two of Blackbird, and the first three of Pearl. Ari! Ari Ari Schomburg, you are our winner. You won them all. So we're going to, we'll at you. Yeah, we'll miss. uh, Since you're not watching right now. But maybe you are. Who knows? Who knows? You could be watching on anything. Uh, Okay. Well, and now that's really it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That was all we wanted to do. So we will be back next week with some more trades. Um, I'm going to try to have five next week. Oh, damn. You got yeah. you really have big goals. Yeah, I got real big goals. Uh, I'll see how many things I can read. I'm probably only going to get three because I started reading Preacher, the first one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. What a debut. <laughs> Uh, 
Okay, sorry about that. Um, but yes, um, we will be back next week. We were going to be reading a few more things. Um, get at us with what you are reading if you recommend us anything. Um, because I could use some recommendations for sure, even though I do have plenty. But I kind of want to know what everyone else is up to, what they're reading, what they think I would like based off of what kind of person you think I am. <laughs> Oh, man. This is a lot. This is going to be fun. All right. Well, thank you again. We love you. As always, try to support your comic book stores. We hope you're doing okay and all of these things in life. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Stay away from people and just stay home. Yeah, stay home. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.